0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to E-Bible Fellowship's Bible study in the book of Revelation. Tonight is study number six of Revelation chapter six, and we're going to be reading verse eight. And I looked and behold, a pale horse and his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death. And with the beasts of the earth. And we've been looking at this verse the last couple of studies. And we have realized that the time that this particular Bible verse is speaking of is now. It is in our day of judgment. When judgment has come upon all the earth. The condition of hell prevails over the world. Death and hell are ruling, in a sense, as God has um, guaranteed the death of all the unsaved by shutting the door to heaven. And we've looked at death, and we've looked at the word hell, and now we're going to move on to the... Next part of the verse to the last half of the verse, which says, and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth. And the word power can also be understood to be authority. They have official authority from God. And, and that's because death, the rider on the pale or the green horse whose name is death, Really, uh, the idea is the word of God, the law of God, and Christ is the word. He has been given authority over the nations to rule them with a rod of iron because the heaven has become as iron to the inhabitants of the earth. There is no more mercy, and, and so the condition of the world is as though they are in the grave. A place, as we saw in Luke 16, with um, Christ's explanation of that parable, where the rich man desired the littlest drop of water to represent mercy. Is there any mercy in Hades, in the grave, in hell? is, Is there just the littlest bit possible? And the answer is no. It is not possible. There is a great gulf fixed between us and you. And even they which would um, transverse that gulf, they they would, they desire. God's people desire, yes, to bring the gospel, as in time past, to to carry the message, uh, like a messenger a man or woman to uh to be a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ in that way once again yes we would desire to bring the gospel to our family and to our neighbors and and to the stranger and even to our enemies we would desire to do this it it would be something that we would we we would will in this direction But we cannot. Even they which would cannot. There is an inability. It is an impossibility for any child of God, one of God's elect, to uh, go against the commandment of God. We are not the ones in authority. The Lord Jesus Christ is in authority. The Word of God is the authority. And God's word declares this is a time of death and hell. It is a time of judgment without mercy. And and therefore we cannot even allow for the littlest, the littlest drop of water, even though we would. It it would be our strong desire. And and so this is the power or authority given unto them. Over the fourth part of the earth. And we shouldn't miss this. Remember back in verse 7. And when he had opened the fourth seal. I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say come and see. And now in this instance of the opening of the fourth seal. When the voice of the fourth living creature speaks. Now we read that it is given death and hell authority over the fourth part of the earth. God is emphasizing greatly the number four. And why is that? Well, the number four points to universality. There are four points of the compass. North, south, east, west. And, and, and so the four points of the compass indicate the whole world this judgment this opening of the fourth seal which is revealing the judgment of god that follows the time of the great tribulation as the third seal the uh, the the one we read about previously with the rider on the black horse pointed to that time of judgment on the churches and now we find it's the fourth seal in the time when judgment expands to all the world. It It is a judgment on all the unsaved inhabitants of the earth. Not only upon those within the churches and congregations. And so God is emphasizing this. He doesn't want us to miss it with uh, the use of the number four. Now we, we saw that it's the fourth seal. The voice of the fourth living creature spoke. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth. But that's not all. Now we have a fourth occasion where God is bringing up the number four by itemizing the judgment that um, this day of judgment is afflicting upon the unsaved. When he says to kill with sword and with hunger and with death, and with the beasts of the earth, four sore judgments are also in view. And this would be the fourth time in two verses that God is highlighting that number four. It, it's very obvious that what God is doing here and, and he of course would have us take note and, and to make a point of realizing This judgment that he is describing has to do with the whole earth. There is no exception. Of course, God's people, his elect, are living in the world during the day of judgment. And they're not being punished. But as far as every unsaved individual, no matter where they are in the world, they have come into the time of wrath and God's judgment is upon them. Now, the four judgments listed here, to kill with sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth, directs us back to a passage in the book of Ezekiel. And God is tying these two places together by listing these Four particular judgments. In Ezekiel chapter 14, we read. And I'm going to read the whole passage and then we'll go back and, and comment on it. Beginning in Ezekiel 14, verse 12. The word of Jehovah came again to me, saying, Son of man, when the land sinneth against me by trespassing grievously, then will I stretch out mine hand upon it, AND WILL BREAK THE STAFF OF THE BREAD THEREOF, AND WILL SEND FAMINE UPON IT, AND WILL CUT OFF MAN AND beast FROM IT. THOUGH THESE THREE MEN, NOAH, DANIEL, AND JOB, WERE IN IT, THEY SHOULD DELIVER BUT THEIR OWN SOULS BY THEIR RIGHTEOUSNESS, SAITH THE LORD JEHOVAH. IF I CAUSE NOISOME BEASTS TO PASS THROUGH THE LAND, AND THEY SPOIL IT, SO THAT IT BE DESOLATE, THAT NO MAN MAY PASS THROUGH BECAUSE OF THE beast. Though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord Jehovah, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters. They only shall be delivered, but the land shall be desolate. Or if I bring a sword upon that land and say, sword, go through the land so that I cut off man and beast from it. Though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord Jehovah, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters, but they only shall be delivered themselves. Or if I send a pestilence into that land and pour out my fury upon it in blood to cut off from it man and beast, though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, saith the Lord Jehovah, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter. They shall but deliver their own souls by their righteousness. For thus saith the Lord Jehovah, How much more when I send my four sore judgments upon Jerusalem, the sword and the famine and the noisome beast and the pestilence to cut off from it man and beast. Now in this passage, God is listing four judgments, four judgments. And if, if you take note, um, and compare carefully this passage with revelation six verse eight, you'll find they are the same judgments in ezekiel fourteen and verse thirteen. we have the first judgment listed where it uh the Lord speaks of breaking the staff of bread thereof and will send famine upon it. now that would identify with revelation six eight Um, statement of hunger as as god says in our verse there to kill with sword and with hunger that's one of the things that death and hell will produce during the time of their authority over the world and then we read in verse 15 of ezekiel 14 if i cause noisome beasts to pass through the land and they spoil it so that it be desolate, that no man may pass through it because of the beasts. And back in Revelation 6 verse 8, to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. So we have the famine uh, identifying with hunger and these noisome beasts identifying with the beasts of the earth. And the third judgment listed is in verse 17 where God says, or if I bring a sword upon that land and say, sword, go through the land so that I cut off man and beast. Well, that's uh, very clear, as God says in Revelation 6, 8, to kill with sword. So we have three judgments that match up. And the fourth judgment is in verse 19 of Ezekiel 14. Or if I send a pestilence into that land, And pour out my fury upon it in blood. And in Revelation 6 verse 8. That would identify with death. To kill with sword and with hunger. And with death. Of course pestilence brings death. So we see that there is a relationship. A strong relationship between the four judgments that God is referring to. In Revelation 6 verse 8. And Ezekiel Chapter 14. Now, uh, let's go back to the beginning of this passage in Ezekiel 14. In verse 13, where it says, Son of man, when the land sinneth against me by trespassing grievously, then will I stretch out mine hand upon it and will break the staff of the bread. So here God establishes the principle when the land sins against him. Now, the word, uh, the Hebrew word translated as land is the typical word for earth. Uh, It's the word found in Genesis chapter one, verse one, translated as earth. When the earth sinneth against me, and certainly the earth has the inhabitants of the earth have rebelled and sinned against God And they have done so grievously, and God, as a response, has stretched out his hand in fury and anger, and he has brought these judgments upon the earth, finally, in our time, as his word has declared for thousands of years. And here, in this passage, God is looking ahead to Our present period of time of judgment day, which uh, there's a good possibility will continue for 1600 days. And notice that God says in verse 14 of Ezekiel 14, Though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord Jehovah. Now, God is going to repeat this four times. He doesn't repeat it exactly each time, but the idea is repeated. That was once in verse 14. Then notice in verse 16, though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord Jehovah, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters. They only shall be delivered, but the land shall be desolate. And then again in verse 18. Though these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Lord Jehovah, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters, but they only shall be delivered themselves. And again in verse 20, Though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, saith the Lord Jehovah, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter. They shall but deliver their own souls by their righteousness. Four times God makes reference to these three men. And uh, he, he doesn't name them each time, but four times he makes reference to them. And again, the number four. Four judgments are in view in this passage. Four times God adds this refrain concerning the most faithful of men, the most faithful men possible. Really, think about the three men that God names, and and in naming three of them and referring to them four times, God is indicating it is his purpose, that this is entirely a result of his doing. It is completely the purpose and the will of God that when he brings judgment upon the earth, that then even if the most faithful men imaginable were in it, they could not deliver even their very own sons and daughters. And, uh, you know, when we think about these three men, two of them stand out uh, due to their faithfulness with their own household. For instance, if you recall in Hebrews chapter 11 God says of Noah in verse 7 by faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet moved with fear prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith and and here see God is indicating Noah was an outstanding father that as God moved in him to will and do, and as a result, he uh, he himself moved with fear to prepare an ark, which resulted in the saving of his house, um, who was in the ark. Noah's wife, Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives the eight souls the only eight souls in all the world that survived the flood of noah's day were family they were his household and and so it it is um a a pretty big statement for god to say that if noah and daniel and job were in the land they could not save sons nor Daughters. And, and what does that mean? How can this be some sort of judgment that anyone can escape? God is speaking of a judgment that none can escape. That there is no more way out. There is no more provision possible that God has, has made for, uh, escaping into the safety of something like an ark. It is a judgment without mercy there is not mercy even for the very families of the most faithful men you can find Noah well Daniel we know was a eunuch and he would not have had family but God uses him to express just a man of just tremendous faithfulness we read about the life of Daniel in the book named daniel and we stand amazed at how uh, he loved god and and how he witnessed of of the things of god in such a heathen land as babylon but job also was a man that loved his children that was greatly concerned for the lives of his own children uh, back in job chapter 1 we read in uh, verse five, and it was so when the days of their feasting, this is referring to the children of, of Job that, well, let me begin in verse four, and his sons went and feasted in their houses, everyone his day and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. And it was so when the days of their feasting were gone about that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning. And offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said it may be. That my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. He had a tremendous concern. For the salvation of his own children. Just as Noah. And he he was an excellent father. and And he is... Uh, constantly going before God, yes, offering up sacrifices as a figure of the great sacrifice, the Lord Jesus. And we can be sure that it was constantly the prayer of Job to the Heavenly Father. Oh, could it be that as this sacrificial animal is burning, uh, or as I have slain this animal, that the, the Messiah the son of God, the lamb of God, the, the sacrifice of yourself might also be, uh, burnt on behalf of my children. That Christ, the, the, the coming one, because he had not yet come to the earth. And, and later we read of Job's trust and faith that, uh, the Redeemer will stand upon the earth in the latter days. And so certainly Job would have prayed, Concerning that Redeemer, oh, may he redeem my children. And Job would have had an earnest and constant desire uh, in his prayers before God for the sake of his children that he loves so much. And so God uses these men, the the most faithful men, we could say, in the Bible. Only the Lord Jesus exceeds their their uh, faithfulness and of course we know that God is the one who moves in any individual in order that they be obedient to him well God certainly moved greatly in these three men Noah Daniel and Job and yet the Lord says if these three men were in the land that has grievously sinned against him At the time when God stretches out his hand upon it in order to pour out his wrath. Let me read it again in verse 14. Though these three men, Noah, Daniel and Job were in it, they should deliver. But their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord Jehovah. They're in the land. They're in the earth. In the day of a judgment coming upon it, and they cannot deliver not only the stranger, not only the foreigner, the individual who lives um, quite a distance from them, they they cannot deliver their neighbor, they cannot deliver the people of their village. But more than that, they cannot deliver their own children. They cannot uh, be a good enough example to their children. They cannot read the scriptures to their children sufficiently that their children would be delivered. They cannot pray to God and have God answer their prayer that their children will be delivered. Oh, what what kind of awful, awful Judgment of God is this. How terrible it is as God points these things out to us. That the most faithful of individuals cannot bring about, even through their, their constant efforts of bringing the Word of God and praying for the Word of God, they cannot bring about the salvation of the ones that they love most. Oh, how God indicates in the Bible that uh, raise your children in the fear and admonition of the Lord and, and he, he offers good hope. Well, there's no good hope here for any parent in the time of judgment when judgment day has begun. And, and this is part of the burden. This is the grievous burden that mothers and fathers carry into life at this time since may 21 2011 we have the burden of knowing no there is no more uh, salvation there's not a drop of water available any longer our only hope and and it is a real hope and god is gracious and god is good to allow us this hope oh how Much heavier our hearts would be if we didn't even have this hope. Our hope is, perhaps, could it be, O Lord, that you saved my son or you saved my daughter before you shut the door of heaven on that day, the the great day of the Lord on May 21, 2011. And and so my hope, as you have already done the work, you allow for that. You permit me to pray for that. And as the days go by and we see little, perhaps no evidence of any saving work, our hearts get heavier and heavier, but we hold on to the littlest of hopes. Oh, Father, we pray, could it be that there might have been a seed planted and, and may we patiently wait? And, and hope and we do, we do earnestly pray that fruit might come forth even at this late date. And, and this is all that the Bible permits. We would want more. As the parable says, those that are on one side of the chasm would want to bring mercy to those on the other side, but we can only do What God allows. We can only say what the Word of God permits.